0: Hello, hey. hello! Welcome hey. to another edition of Are You There Friday? It's me, Brittany. I'm joined once again with my pal Mike. How you doing, Mike?
1: I'm pretty good. How you doing?
0: Um, I'm doing a little bit better. I had my tea, so
1: that's a good thing. That'll help with the cold.
0: Yeah, it's it was of course the most random thing. I my last day at my job was yesterday, and. Uh, I'm like, of course, everyone around me has got a cold or the flu. I'm, I'm okay with just getting the cold. I would take this over anything and off feet.
1: Of course. So that was their parting gift to you?
0: That was the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was their parting gift to me. Nice. So a lot <laughs> has happened in Panther Nation, Panther News, since we last chatted.
1: It has. It's, it's been a
0: lot. Namely, Norv Turner is our offensive coordinator now.
1: Yep, that's that's the big one. Um,
0: How do you which, feel?
1: You know, at at the time, you know, a lot that I was reading was very mixed. Yeah. And but but since then, I've noticed a lot more positive than negative. Um, especially yeah. from especially from former players that that played for him, like Mike Mike Tolbert, raved about him. Yeah. Um, and a lot of a lot of former players think that he's going to do a great job improving Cam.
0: Right. So
1: uh, I'm, I'm fully on board.
0: It's interesting to note too he's he's more of a players' type coach. Um, he really works with what's comfortable with the players. My husband, of course, is a cowboys fan, so like he had more Turner when they won the Super Bowl right back to back, so yeah. he was he's like that's a big step in the right direction for the Panthers because like he'll he'll work with Cam, he'll get Cam up to where camp should be. Right, and and I feel like he did flounder a little bit under Shula because Shula was just too conservative. So
1: definitely, so I feel like yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about that.
0: Yeah, and I and I feel like too Ron is kind of you know Ron wants to stay in Charlotte, Ron wants to keep his job. So now, you know, Ron defended Shula for a long time, probably too long, too long, (laughs) in my opinion. You know, but that's just a testament to what a good person, I think, Rivera is. You know what I mean? Off the field. You know, he, he likes to give people the benefit of the doubt. He likes to give people chances.
1: And he's very loyal.
0: And he's very loyal. And yeah. I respect that about our head coach. Those are things that you want to see in a head coach. However, when your team has a predictable, mediocre offense when you have the talent and ability to be top-notch, easy top five in the NFL, you got to do something. And I was really happy he took the reins, took the initiative. Not long after they they penned his contract, the two-year extension, he did what he had to do, and he got rid of Shula. I mean, I think, too, going back to Norm, he was in retirement. Okay, so like him coming back to coach, he, he, he said, I wasn't going to come back unless it was something special. And right. the fact that he, you know, a 60, 63, 62-year-old coach believes in our team enough to come out of retirement to coach us, that speaks volumes to me, that, that. That confirms to us Panther fans what we knew all along. We have the tools; we just need the right people to make it happen to, to nurture these young players.
1: Definitely, I'm I'm more excited about it now than I was when the announcement was first made. Um, yeah. Especially hearing the things that he's had he had to say in his uh, his yes. talk with. Um, yep. he certainly he certainly didn't shy away from the issue that the talent around around Cam has to be improved.
0: Yeah,
1: which, um, which we, all us fans have been saying for forever.
0: Yeah, and I know everyone made such a huge deal about Cam like deleting all the posts off his Instagram.
1: Yeah, I think that's a little overblown.
0: Uh, yeah, um, I think he perhaps <laughs> you know it's it's hard when you are having the spotlight on you 24-7, not to mention you're always painted in a negative light. I mean, maybe Cam is, I mean, I think Cam just needed a break from social media. He needed a break from all the comments, all the hate, you know. to Yeah. I couldn't, I
1: couldn't imagine.
0: You know, could you imagine somebody like posting on your Instagram every day, something negative about you? Like, you know, you're such a sore loser or you, you know, you're white, you're, you're, you know, your baby mom is a stripper. Like that's got to get to you. Like,
1: of course.
0: When there's as much love as you get, there's so much, like, there's so much. And then everyone made a huge deal. Like, Oh my God, he unfollowed the Panthers. He must want to leave. No, I don't think that at all. I just think he needed a break. And I think come the summer, We'll see Cam come back on social media because that's who Cam is. But I think Cam needed to take a step back.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that. He should – it it seems to me like he really, this offseason, really wants to fully focus on football and nothing else.
0: That's it. And that's what I think the main reason behind that is. Like, one of the things people, you know, who who followed Cam since he played at Auburn – Cam is a winner. Cam wants to win. Cam won't be happy until he wins. And when he wins, he's probably gonna win again. He wants to win again. Like that's just Cam's nature.
1: Because I love about him. Yes. Um, compared to, compared to a lot of other athletes, where you can kind of tell that they're out there for their paycheck, and and winning Absolutely. is and winning is secondary. Like Ted you can Ging. tell. Ted yeah.
0: Jr. I mean, look at him. He he. I mean, I was so annoyed that he didn't drop a single ball for the Saints you know what I mean? I know. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I know. I'm like if that touch if that was like huh. on him to score that touchdown for us he would have dropped it like
1: definitely
0: and I just feel like he he's a money chaser like he liked to, he, he like he went on record saying like oh um, I didn't want to leave Charlotte but they didn't get the deal done fast enough no you're a money chaser you go yep. wherever they're gonna pay you more like don't act like you want to be loyal. You know what I mean, like.
1: Yeah, and I'll never, I'll never totally understand that mentality because that, you know, every single one of them is making more money than I than I'd ever know how to what to do with. Right. And so, for me, if I was in that position, I'd care about winning, and that's it. Yeah. Because you know, well, you know no matter I mean, where you are, you're gonna make your money.
0: And my brother, my brother uh, Joseph, actually, shout out to my brother Joey if he's listening in. Um he actually gave me a startling statistic because there were moments where there was a lot of stuff going around like on the playoffs like how almost predictable the outcomes have were and he goes do you yeah. know that most nfl players go bankrupt their second year in retirement and i didn't yeah know. and i
1: and i i think they did It was either a football life or one of those 30-on-30s, and they talked about that. And
0: Yeah, and that's why you see a lot of them come back and do, like, anchoring and, you know what I mean, like stuff within the field. And, you know, it's sad that I also think to myself, well, you know what? If you know you have that kind of money, you should invest it properly. You should think a little bit better. Don't be so, like, you know, buying everything up. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, if I was a dude and I was an NFL player – I would save the money I made. I would put it in a savings account. I would have enough for me and my family to get, you know, to to live comfortably. But the majority, I I wouldn't need to live lavishly like some of these people live. And if you invest it right, they probably wouldn't go into, you know, they probably wouldn't get no. bankrupt it... if they invest it right. The problem is, it goes the money goes to too many guys' heads. They buy a bunch of, you know, crap they wouldn't be able to afford otherwise. Right. And when they stop making that salary, they can't afford to keep making the payments.
1: Exactly. Um. You remember when when uh, the Panthers released Chris Gamble? Yeah. Um, many years ago, he uh he said, well, "I'm not I'm not playing anywhere else." And he was right. so smart. He was so smart with his money that he made while playing. Yeah. That he's that he's him and his family are set for generations. Oh yeah. So he's like, so he said, "I don't need to play anywhere else, and I don't need to play anymore. I'm, I'm right. fine." Yeah. So he just he said, "I'm done."
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: and not enough players are smart enough with their money. Right? right,
0: and that's why. While I feel bad, and like when my brother brought that statistic up to me, I go, "Well, whose fault is that? That's their money management issues." It's
1: it's yeah, it's their money management. It's the people that they hire to manage their money, um, not advising them well. Right. Um, it's you know, it's the people around them. You know, the, a lot of them. You know, they always say that they they get, they sign these big contracts, and all of a sudden, they get friends coming out of the woodwork that they never knew before.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and then they all take a little piece of it, and uh, it. before they know it, there's nothing left.
0: That's it. You yeah. know, and to me, that's a, you know that I think is a bigger problem than you know bankruptcy in the NFL. I think that you know, and, and you, that's not to mention the 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 NFL players that have done drugs. You know what I mean? And and drugs are the biggest. You know. Life destroyers in terms of self and money, you know. Yeah, I mean, for you know, sure. I mean, I really don't feel my sympathy only goes so far for people, like that.
1: right? Exactly. It's, um, you know, I know they're trying to do all that stuff with those rookie symposiums where they're trying to educate these guys, yeah. Um, after you know, in their first years about about what they're going getting into and, and yeah. falls to avoid and stuff like that which um, is
0: good. I mean, yeah, I hopefully,
1: think... hopefully it works. Yeah. Um, I'm not it sure. It, hopefully it does.
0: Yeah. But I, I really think it ultimately falls on the person. Like if you're a, a, a smart investor, like Chris Gamble was, then you're fine. But if you're someone, you know, out there blowing your money on everything, you know what I mean? Like, you're gonna be one of those people, you know. Yeah, and but,
1: and and like your brother says, yeah, statistically, Chris Gamble is not the norm. No, um,
0: no, but that's that's just an example of what preservation of self and and hard investing and and stocking away your money, knowing this isn't gonna last forever, versus someone who's living in the moment, you know helping everybody, helping all their friends, you know, letting them take a piece of the pie. Right. You know, which of course, if, 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 you know, a friend or someone you've known for a long time needs help and you're within the means to help them, that's, that's awesome. You know, I'm not putting NFL players down that, that help their friends and family around them, but I'm talking about the people that manage you that are crooks, you know, like maybe you should reevaluate who's in your life and, no, if they're constantly asking you for money. Then they're not really your friend. No. So, okay. so I mean, there's that. There's North Turner. There's. Um, what do you think about uh, Eric Washington?
1: I, I'm happy for I, for him. It seems like the players love him. Um, right. I, I think it was definitely the next logical choice to take over as a defensive coordinator.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: I. I I, I don't know if I was crazy about Wilkes with his blitzing schemes. I think it was
0: – yeah
1: he blitzed way too much. Yeah. And, and it really exposed the, uh, the suspect secondary. Yeah. And I'm hoping that Washington doesn't have that – totally that same, you know, over-blitzing philosophy.
0: Right. You know, um, I was really – honestly, you know, I was hoping that eventually, you know, Sam Mills – the third would be able to be our defensive coordinator. But I am kind of happy because I don't want anyone to ever look at him or him to go anywhere else. I just, you know, because his father was one of the reasons I fell in love with Panthers football. Like I just want to keep him in the box (laughs) in my little Panther box Yeah, keep him with us.
1: It's hard to imagine him going anywhere else.
0: No, no. And it's actually my husband did work on Sam Mills house, met his wife, met his one son. And it's interesting to note that although he did play for the Saints, nothing in his house, he goes, nothing in his house which suggests that he ever played for the Saints. Wow. Everything he had was Panthers all over. Everything was Panthers. So, like, I feel like just as he ended his career with us and he, you know, he drew me in, you know what I mean? Him and Dan Morgan drew me in.
1: Yeah. Who was, um,
0: you know, the original Luke Keekley. Right. Um, but – I feel as though personally, you know, I don't see him going anywhere else. I, I really think that there's this deep family love for the Panthers. Yeah. That's there. But. Um, and
1: hopefully that doesn't change under new ownership. Um, right. That's the one thing when an owner, you know, when the teams change hands, you never know what happens.
0: Right. Um, with, yeah. tra-
1: with traditions and, and uh, past history and all that. Um, so that, that'll well, be kind of interesting to see what happens.
0: The Smiths that I, I talked about. They're interested. And yeah. um, also, I can't think of his name right now, but he was in NASCAR, and he uh, he was really annoyed when the Hornets went to New Orleans, and he's interested, too, in um in buying a part of it, too. So I think we're in good hands with whoever the owner new owner is going to be because the two potential buyers are Panther fans. They're from Charlotte, and I feel like they're gonna do what it takes to make the team and keep the team culture alive, and that's just. Going I, I back think so. It. And that's just going back to what I said I do not think Jerry would sell his baby to somebody who doesn't care about it like he does, or or love the Panthers like he does. Right. You know, I agree. I, I just, he worked way too hard to get the Carolina's a team for them to. You know, just throw it all away on, on money. And that that's not that's one thing I will say about Jerry. Jerry had a ton of money, but Jerry wasn't always Jerry. Formed loyalties with people. You know what I mean? Sometimes to to a to a um a fault. Yeah, I was like, I was Come on. <laughs> I
1: was just gonna use that same word. Yeah, uh, you're right. It yeah. was uh, yeah. It's almost almost too much of a family at times.
0: Right,
1: right. Um, that you know where he stuck with guys longer than they probably should have, like like Jake right. Delome.
0: Well, I mean, there um, are some guys too that I wish he stuck with, totally, like Julius Peppers. I wish Julius Peppers never left. You know what I mean, like.
1: Yeah, I, but I think that was more that was more Peppers wanting to right. kind of see what the rest of the world had. Um,
0: right. Yeah.
1: Because he was in Carolina his entire life. Right. And uh, I think he just needed to see what else was out there for the other bit.
0: cities. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I and think I mean, that was more on him than, uh, I, I think Richardson would have kept. They, they did. They offered him, you know, right. the highest contract for a defensive end. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't that they didn't want him. I think peppers just had right. his mindset that he wasn't going to stay after that contract. Well, event.
0: not only that, I think he didn't like, he, he didn't like someone. I, I'm not sure if it was Herney. He, he didn't like, he didn't get along with someone too. I know if there was more to it because I'm read up on it when he came back, you know, and I listened to what he had to say. And, you know, I'm just glad if this was his last year, he played at home. Yeah. I I would, I would like to see him come back for one more year. If he's got it in him.
1: Yeah. Well, they say that, that he, he was very close with Eric Washington. Yeah. So now with him being promoted to the defensive coordinator, that could help in that regard. Um, But you got to wonder if, if there was an issue with Marty Herney, and, right. he's, and he's back now, then he wasn't, you know, Gettleman was the one who signed him as a free agent. It wasn't her. Right. So you wonder how that dynamic will come into play with yeah, him considering the I mean, return. I,
0: I, I loved Gettleman until he, until he, until he got rid of Steve Smith. Then I did not love him. You know, like I don't care what he did. I just say, I don't care what he did for us is a bit of a, an overstatement, but I, I cared less about him. Keeping his job when he just, you know, let Smitty walk, you know, and, and cut him essentially because yeah,
1: that well, broke. And, that and the broke way he agent
0: 89's nine's part and that broke all of our
1: hearts. It did, and it's and especially the way he handled it. You know, yeah. I I understand the reasoning behind it. Um, I I think for Cam it needed to be done because as Steve Smith was. Such a loud voice in the locker, and I think Cam, it needed to be Cam's team, and that never would have happened with Steve Smith here. Right. Um, but it could have been handled much, much better.
0: It could have been. And, you know, really, I think it would have – I honestly believe in my heart of hearts if Steve Smith was playing for us when we went to Super Bowl. I feel like he wouldn't have retired as soon as he did if he was still with us. I feel like – And I feel like the outcome of Super Bowl 50 would have been different if you had two offensive leaders really just pushing these guys, really just in their ears and hyping them up. I mean, Steve Smith was a great hype man, but even more, he backed his talk up. And that's what I loved about him. He had a big mouth, but he he did what he had to do to win, you know, he backed his big mouth up, and it's one thing if you have a loud mouth guy in the locker room that you know isn't isn't getting burned. you know what I mean getting you know getting you know drilled on every play and he's not performing that wasn't the case. He had a big mouth, but he had the skill set to back it up even in his
1: age he did and he and he had and he always had that chip on his shoulder, and he used yes. that to his advantage
0: he really did you know
1: there there you know any any ball that was up for grabs. Um, yep. He was just going to outwill the defender and get the ball.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, we we talked about that last time, that we just we, we we lack that now.
0: We do. We lack that sort of willpower, which I feel like if Steve Smith were allowed to stay, he could have you know kind of mentored um, wide you know other other receivers on how to really just you know motivate them to have that chip on that shoulder, have yep. that you know. Be hungry, you know, and, and, and a testament to Steve Smith, even in even, you know, what he's doing now on on, you know, hosting and, and um, you know, anchoring, he always picks the Panthers to win. He always like picks us no matter who we play. He goes, I'm gonna say the Panthers. And I'm like, ah, Steve,
1: <laughs> I get yeah. so excited. Yeah, you know what I saw the, the other day that the uh, the Hornets are are doing a thing with him on March tenth, um, where, where really? he's gonna, yeah he's gonna be there um, at the Hornets game. It, it's largely for his foundation, right? Um, but I'm I have to be at that game. I gotta. Oh yeah. You know I. I
0: if you, know, you I, like get a chance to like get up and close, get up close and personal, can you please like bring an extra paper and have him sign it for me? Tell him. There's a girl in New Jersey who one of the reasons she became a fan was you and Sam Mills. <laughs> like, can you please, you know, just have them sign something? For, for sure. You get a... Yeah, I'll will yeah. see
1: what I can do. Awesome. Um, yeah. Well, I, I, t- I t- Did I tell you last time that that?
0: Yes. I saw saw.
1: Yep, yeah. And the sun met him. Yeah. The other thing that happened, I don't know if I told you this. The the day oh. that the day that he was released. Uh-huh. And it was, like, two hours before he was released. I assumed right. he knew. Um, right. I was at Target, and he was at the checkout line paying. Uh-huh. And we all knew what was about to happen. I was there with my friend, and we knew he was getting right. cut that day. So that was – I was, and you can tell in his face that he was crushed. Yeah. And so that was, like, the one day there was no way I was going up and saying hi to him.
0: <laughs> oh, I would have um, given him a hug and said, well, fuck them. I would have kept you.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I guess it could have gone either way. I was just kind of – yeah, you know, I did, I was nervous yeah. to approach him at that time.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, you, you know, he's around now. He's in the area so. Well,
0: that's yeah. good.
1: That's yeah. Good. But yeah, I'm uh, you know, I'm excited to go to that game and wear my Steve Smith jersey again. Um yeah. I hope the uh the Panthers do the same thing soon. Yeah. You
0: know, yeah. He, he yeah.
1: needs to have his moment.
0: He does. And you know to be honest with you, I I'm all for like I hope whatever new owner we have, I would love to see a statue erected to him as well. Yeah. You know, because I feel like he's so much of what it means to be a Panther. Like when I think of what it takes to be a Panther, you know, I think of Sam Mills, you know, Dan Morgan and Steve Smith. Like Steve Smith is the third dude I think of. Yeah. And I think, and
1: and I think you got to throw Thomas Davis in there.
0: Oh, with no doubt. But, I mean, I just don't want TD to feel like we're pushing him out the door. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like when he's retired, I would definitely, you know, because you know he's going to retire Panther. Will he announce? I mean, his car is his car is amazing. Yeah, he
1: announced that this is his last year.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, I think they'll do the right thing. I think they'll give him that one-day contract, let him retire a Panther at the end. And, I mean, that's a future Hall of Famer, you know, right there. I mean, we've – that's the thing that's so frustrating with loving this team is, like, we have so much talent. We have so many guys that go on to be, like, in the Hall of Fame or future Hall of Famers that it's, like, crazy that we haven't won a Super Bowl. I know, like It's it's,
1: true.
0: it's so, like, off-base to me, like, that we haven't gotten it done yet. But, you know, when you look at teams like the Eagles, they've been around for a long time, and the, they have not won yet. There's, know, there's a lot, in, yeah. I mean, the the, the Vikings are the in the same boat, yeah. Yep. And, you know, you just have certain teams that, you know, have it. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, it is going to be a corner that we're going to turn, you know, hopefully, you know, before the Saints try to come back and run the show again, bump that. Well. I hope next year we put it to them. I hope so. That was embarrassing. It
1: was. You can't lose three times uh, to the same team, especially in the di- you know, your division.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was
1: But I was, uh, that
0: was straight up I
1: was thrilled with how they oh. lost their playoff game. That was awesome.
0: <laughs> that was awesome. That was really awesome yeah. because I was talking to a Saints fan and of course he was teasing me all week about, you know, the, the Panthers and now we're all you know, oh no it's like ah. I would you know, zipper my lips until your game's over, though. And no sooner did I say that did the Stephon Diggs touchdown happen. I go, oh, what happened? <laughs> blew that? Blue that? You blew that? That, yeah, that that's was what I that was great. I
1: mean, that that ranks pretty close up there to to what the uh, what happened to the Falcons last year. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. I was definitely happy about oh, that. Obviously, our our season didn't go as well as we wanted, but you know. Having right. that, ha- but you know
0: what? It was the Bears went,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It was, it was good it, to see it, that none of them made it. To
1: the it game. was, it was now, you know, with this game, you know, like you know, last year we had the Falcons, we had to it against, and the year before we had the Panthers in it. So, uh, this year, this year will kind of be like right. a stress free Super Bowl, yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, because I really don't care. I, I my, my stance on it is like I'm like the grumpy cat. I hope
1: they yeah, me. I have. I, I certainly don't want to see the Patriots win again. Um, yeah, you know, I, I I told you. Um, yeah. My, my mother passed away last week, and uh, but oh, she yeah. uh, she's from yeah. Philadelphia, and uh, her whole family is all oh. Eagles fans. So, uh, you know, for for her, I'm certainly rooting for the Eagles.
0: Yeah. I um I can't because I live in New Jersey and the Eagle fans in New Jersey are oh
1: worst. I know oh their fan their <laughs> fans are the worst and,
0: and yeah. they really are and it's and it's and it's funny because my argument is like how old is your team okay how many Super Bowls have you won yeah. okay sit down <laughs> you know what I mean like how old are we okay we got time hopefully we'll definitely be winning one before yeah. y'all you know in the shorter time it took you guys to win yeah. one do you live closer so, to
1: to Philly. Or closer to New York. Oh, okay, um, I'm
0: kind of in the middle.
1: So you um, got a like mix um, of uh, mix of both um, fan bases.
0: I got I got mostly Philly because I'm in like central okay. New Jersey. Um, so like New York is about an hour and a half away, and like, yeah, like Philly is about an hour and a half away. So like okay. I'm kind of in the middle. I have there's a lot of Giants fans. There's a lot of Jets fans here. And there's also a lot of Eagles fans, so those three um, fan bases pretty much dominate. Right. New Jersey. Yeah, that makes sense. The more west, the more west New Jersey you go, the more Eagles fans you see. The more uh, north Jersey you go, the more Giants and Jets fans you see. And then, kind of like central, it's either Giants or or you know, Eagles. My father. Is a Jets fan though, but that was like a generational thing. Like my grandfather was a Jet fan, and his grand, you know, his grandfather was a Jet fan since it all started. So that's more whole thing. And my brother is also a Jet fan. So
1: okay,
0: you know, I'm pretty much the only one that kind of went on my own and picked my own team. And you know, if if I have children, you know, then they would be second generation. I even said that to my husband. I'm like, you're a Cowboys fan, but your fan base has had a long time to grow. I said, if we have a kid, they're going to be Panther fans because if there's one thing that I want in life, I want to pass my love on for this team. Right. To my children, you know, like uh, they will be Panther fans. Like I'm a devil's fan and he's a Rangers fan for hockey. And I'm like, you know what? That's fine. If you want, you know, to, to to get the team for hockey. I'm okay with rooting against all like three. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm good. Like, cause when we win, I have three people to make fun of instead right, of just that's true. one, but, but for football, it, it's, and you know what it is too? Like my husband pulls for the Panthers. As long as we're not playing the Cowboys, I think I can only, I could count on one hand how many times my husband is rooted against the Panthers. And that's when we, right. The that's good. So, Every other time. Right. Now, are, time how are
1: you with the, the Cowboys? Guys. Are you the same way?
0: Um, Generally, if it makes him happy, as long as they're not playing us. But I'm relentless. I'm ruthless when they play us. I'm the, like, I, I, I talk so much trash on a daily basis. It's like, so, yeah, I mean, we, huh. we tend to support each other a little bit. But, but I mean, we don't really see them. But, I mean, it, so, I mean, obviously, if it comes, if it depends on the matchup, too, if it's, like, the Cowboys and the Vikings, obviously, like, my uncle's a Vikings fan, but I'm going to pull for his Cowboys because, you know, he's in my family, and, you know, I, I want right. to see him. Probably, I had uh, but, one of my closest friends but,
1: is a uh, diehard Redskins fan, and uh, he he oh, started okay. dating a girl and found out that she was a Cowboys fan. He stopped seeing her. <laughs> Oh, yep,
0: yep. really? That's funny. Well, I think I'd be the same way if, if I had found out that I was, like, dating a Saints fan. Like, it, it couldn't work. Like, that just – when you're in your – it's easier to, like, be like, oh, I would be happy if that team went. If they're, like, not in your division, but if they're in your division, you're like – Yeah, no, oh, I nope, couldn't do it either. Like that. Well, it's funny because Tom said he – I reminded him of an episode of that 70s show. Where um, the neighbors that move next door to Red and Kitty, I don't yeah, know if you've I ever have. seen the show before. They're um, they're you know um, they're gay, and Kitty spends the whole episode thinking, "Oh my God, Red's gonna not be accepting because they're well." It turns out he's you know very accepting. He goes, "All right, now let's watch the Packers pound the you know pound the Vikings," and then they look at him and they go, "We're from Minnesota, <laughs> we're Vikings fans." And he goes, "Get out of my house!" <laughs> 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 And then he looks at the kitty and he goes, "Vikings fans, we—how <laughs> dare they? Vikings fans, my house. That's—that's that's pretty much how I feel about it right. in the NFC South division. Like, I'm very like tolerant of everything except, oh well. Now we're 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 Fal- we're Falcons fans. That's yeah. very funny. <laughs> You're a Falcons fan. Bye. <laughs> don't let the door hit you with a definitely. You,
1: yeah. Like, Thankfully, I don't know I don't know any Falcons Saints fans not at all I mean, or even bots. Um,
0: there 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 are um, like random Falcons fans in New Jersey like so random that it's rare but it's just as rare to see a Panthers or Saints fan that you're almost like especially when you live in New Jersey you're like oh like you just kind of look and it's like you know oh I'm sorry for you I see you're wearing, yeah. <laughs> you know crap you know like <laughs> it's more or less you know Friendly banter because there's not many of us here. Yeah, Um, not that we don't we don't get intense. Like, you know, me and my uh, kid I grew up with is a Saints fan, and uh, we're brutal to each other. We are absolutely brutal. My one friend uh, runs a sports blog, and we literally blew up his like news feed like with comments like like dissing each other's team, going back and forth. That's funny.
1: But yeah, you that's gotta
0: what do it it. Is. like people don't get that. Like, that. that's the nFC south we are we're a very competitive division, and we're a very like intense division and actually, I read a statistic somewhere that this is the first time I think in four years that someone from the NFC like South hasn't represented in the Super Bowl like we've been pretty consistent with sending one of our teams to at least the NFC championship game, you know what I mean? Like we've been pretty, as a division, consistent. Um, I got to find the exact statistic, but it was something along those lines, and I read that, and I'm like, wow, you know what? That's pretty impressive for a division to to be consistent. Yeah, it it
1: it." historically has been a good division.
0: Yeah, and really the the Panthers, you know, have the all-time series over the Saints, and we um, we're up by one game, so we got to make that we got to make that gap a little bit bigger next
1: yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice if uh, Breeze retires. So,
0: <laughs> it would be nice if Breeze retires. However, yeah. no, it's know, not. It's I, certainly I, not going to be next
1: year. Um, I don't know how much longer he'll go. Yeah. Um, but it, he's a free agent. But he right. said he won't even negotiate with any other teams. Um, so he'll he'll be back with the Saints. It's just a matter of how long. Yeah right oh he's he's getting up there close to 40
0: yeah which i mean for a quarterback i mean if we if we can have cam till he's like 38 that's a win like most quarterbacks are done but you know what i do have to say like if there's anyone out there that knows jake alone whenever he goes to our games we lose you notice that right like, whenever he goes to our games at the Superdome, yeah. we lose. Like, someone needs to tell that dude, we love yeah, him, but so watch like. it from home. Because I feel like he's bad, do <laughs> yeah. you? I really do. I Whenever he shows up, and it was funny because I said right before the Saints playoff game to my husband, I go, Jake's here, we're <laughs> going to lose. <laughs> because <clears throat> for some reason, and he doesn't come to, like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't come to everyone. But the ones he comes to that they show him on TV, right. he looks like whenever they show him before the game, shaking hands with Cherry or, you know, talking to Cam, I'm like, why did they do that? Why? To... Why couldn't you just not show him at all? Because if you show him on TV, it's like, yeah, then you're going to have to keep
1: him away. But send, him, send him a message. Say, yeah, it's... your record when, when you're there isn't good. Yeah. So don't come. Yeah.
0: Right. His record there wasn't good. Whenever we went to the dome, it was never a good day for Jake. And I feel like whatever, you know, whatever bad juju was on him when he would go into there to play rubs off on him when we're there. And I'm like, stay home. (laughs) home." That
1: could be a chance. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. We love you, but just stay home, Jake DeLove. Let's see,
1: I had had started writing out a list of things to talk about.
0: Yeah.
1: And let me see what the other one was. So, our our, our free agents that we got. Our free
0: agents. Most
1: importantly, Star and Norwell.
0: Yeah, Norwell needs to, I think he's number one top priority.
1: Yeah, but, and it sure sounds like he's going to be looking for, and will most likely get, top dollar. Right. And how much of our cap? do you think we should put in, because we already signed Trey Turner to a huge deal. Right. So if we sign Norwal to a huge deal, that's a lot of cap space locked up on two guards. Right. And if that affects future cap and causes problems, do you think we should do that? Or do you think we go in another direction?
0: Well, here's the deal. I think you really have to look at what benefits the team most in the long term. I mean, do I think Trey – I mean, Trey Turner is excellent. Do I think he was worth that huge deal? That's one thing I will say about uh, Herney that I didn't like about Herney. Herney just put the pen to the paper and, and signed whatever these players wanted, whereas Dettelman was a bit more smart with our money. But here's the thing with the new owner. I mean, he's still technically interim GM. You know what I mean? so I, I think we're really going to have to see until they sign officially sign his contract as the permanent GM, then I think we should really then worry.
1: Yeah, but one of the one of the things that'll be kind of interesting with that is and i'm not I'm not in favor at all about Herney being a full-time GM. I, no, I, I don't I do want it.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, but at the same time, you wonder how much of those signings were from Richardson. Yeah. and not totally from Herney.
0: Yeah. So with, you do wonder.
1: So without having Richardson in his ear now. Right. What kind of a GM will he be?
0: That's interesting.
1: Yep, yeah, and and we don't we won't know that answer until until free agency starts. Right. Um so and and he says he he says he learned a lot from his first time around. To right. now, that he's not going to be, you know, as loyal to, to players that are that are kind of past their time. Right. Uh, so it, we'll see what he does. Again, I don't want him to be there, but if, if he is the guy, we, we, we can't control it. We so, yeah, uh, no, absolutely just... not.
0: I would say, you know, as far as eating up cap space, you know, as long as there's enough to keep key players like Keekley and Newton. You know what I mean? Like, and, and the people that you, you know, associate Panthers with. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm i more concerned about keeping the players that I know, you know, work hard, put in the effort, and also are productive.
1: Well, and so, and, I, and, I, and that really has to be the the top priority. Yeah. Um, they're, you Were could,
0: they productive?
1: Right. So if they're not. Producing at the level you need them to produce, especially for the money that they might sign for, sometimes you have to cut ties, no matter what their name is.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, if, if, if a Greg Olson starts to rapidly decline for whatever reason, yeah. you can't sign him to a huge deal at that point. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can't be afraid to move on.
0: That's it. I mean, I think as far as Greg is concerned, like, you know, he that was the biggest mistake for the Bears letting him go because he's really like become you know, irreplaceable right. in our culture. Yeah. And, you know and like... Don't
1: forget, Marty Herney made that trade. Yeah. That that wasn't a gentleman trade. Herney did that. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it's one of the best trades of all time.
0: Absolutely. All we, what did we
1: give up, a fourth round pick or something for him? It was nothing.
0: Something like that. Yeah. It was nothing, yeah. yeah. And So, but I do think, you know, there should be yearly, um, you know, reviews. Like, all right, you want this much, but listen, this is the performance level you played at. And then you have some players, though, and this happens a lot on the Cowboys because my husband complains about it a lot. Like, you know, you have a guy that will play his heart out when it's his contract year. Right. Get the big money, and then – Drop off, like, not care so much. Anymore. Yeah, and I
1: think we, we had that with D'Angelo Williams. He right. was not the same player after he signed his big contract.
0: No, he, he did not You can tell then, he didn't
1: run as hard. Um, you know, yeah. it's like he went down the second he got hit, which he never used to do. So, So we yeah. experienced that here, too.
0: We did, absolutely. And I feel like, too, I was more insulted that, you know, Daniel Williams talked a lot of, like, crap about our team after he left. Oh, and I was so irritating. Like, it was so irritating because I'm like, what didn't you get from Yep. Us? You wanted big money. You got big money. You know, you're the one that, like, you know, crapped the bed after. Afterwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: You know, that's not on anyone else but him. And. The truth, of the matter is, and what it comes down to is, there isn't, there just isn't much room to, to really like, feel bad for him. And really, it was annoying. It, it was it, extremely annoying. Like, oh, oh, D'Angelo Williams is having a hissy fit on social media. Like, let's all point and laugh. You know, like it was. It was
1: very, it was, ju- was very juvenile.
0: Very juvenile. Very. And I will say that. And like, I had the utmost respect for D. Wills, you know, when he played for us, you know, him and the Stewart combination, the smash and dash combination, you know, was, was, you know, part of who we, you know, part of what we looked forward to every Sunday, but then the way he walked away, the way he was so childish that to me spoke volumes. Yeah, and it hasn't
1: stopped. And,
0: <laughs> and yeah, he's still doing it. it hasn't.
1: Which I yep. just don't understand. I mean, I, you know, move on, let he's it go. The,
0: yeah, which you know, if you're so happy on the Steelers, why are you still talking crap about your yep. old team?
1: And he, you know, he didn't play last year. No one signed him, and he was yep. so, he was so sure that he was going to get a contract, and he never got one. No.
0: You know. Because you know what, you gotta play to the level that you're expected to play, especially if you want right. the big money. You can't, you absolutely cannot just, def- you know, let your foot off the gas and then expect people to want to pay you.
1: Definitely not. And then you and then you can you can ask that same question now with Stewart. Um, where where are yeah. we at with him as far as his where is where is his productivity going to be? Compared to his salary cap hit, and is it worth it to have him around still, or do you cut bait and, and try to go younger at the uh, that power running back spot? Yeah, because um, they have McCaffrey, but McCaffrey is not a, a feature running back. He can't nah. be the guy nah. back there. He's got to be that change of pace, multi use type of players. So they one way or one way Correct. or another, they need that Leonard Fournette power back type. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so do we? Do. do we go young I mean, there?
0: Look at all. Look at all. Look at what the Jaguars did. Now the Jaguars were the laughingstock for a yeah. very long time, and they almost made it to the Super Bowl. Like, you know, you—that's what we need. We need like a high-powered offense with four net. Like you know, and, and you need you need people that really come in and just have that chip on their shoulder. That's one thing I said about the Jaguars offense all season was that they, they were young men who played with a chip on their shoulder. Kind of reminded me of Steve Smith. They went in like the, 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 um, whatchamacallit? The, the Steelers thought that they were a shoe in to go against the Patriots. And they were already talking about it. And they were like, we just went in, we handled our biz. And like, that's it. That's that's what the Panthers. Do.
1: Yeah, it's true, um, and it, and definitely on the offensive side, I think that.
0: Because I, I feel like outside comments do get to our offense. I do because you look amongst like the the quote unquote scandals, the Jerry Richardson one that came out, and they they choked like the whole like those were some of the worst games we played when there was outside noise
1: definitely and i was worried about that that it was going to be a distraction and it, and it yeah should seem to be yeah so uh yeah, it was that's why i'm, I'm anxious for this whole thing to um you know the ownership situation to get to and Pan to be out. to yes, get, done. get done so the the sooner the sooner the better yeah. um
0: because then we'll find out what marty's gonna do and i do hope he learned from the first time around because he left us in such a messed up place with tap space the first time. That's why when they when they announced that they were hiring him as, like, interim GM, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Like, my first instinct was, oh, oh yeah, like,
1: Yeah, no, me too. It was. It a was. frightening. And, it, it was a little, and I'm still yeah. concerned about it. Um, yeah, you know, I was happy to see that they were interviewing other guys, but it sure sounds like it's more of a formality than anything anything else. Um, But at the same time, when the new owner comes in, it's their decision. So, you know, a new owner can come in and say, no, we don't want Marty Herney as the GM. That's not the direction we want to go. So I don't, it's a, it's a little weird that they're even doing interviews at all right now because the new owner is not conducting these interviews.
0: Right. Jerry,
1: yeah, and, and the new that so, the COO, but she she might not yes. be part of the team when the new ownership comes in. So to be conducting those interviews right now is a little strange.
0: Oh. Just a tad. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What else do you have written for us, Mike?
1: Oh.
0: I appreciate your initiative. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> no problem. Let's see. Oh right, well, I have the the off season needs, and there's quite a quite a bunch of them. Um,
0: a bunch, and depending on who stays and who we let walk, as far as um, you know, who were, you know, who's gonna get the big contract, who's not, I think it's really gonna depend upon
1: how. That you're you're exactly out. right. Um, so what? What? I'll I'll kind of go down the list of positions that I said I'm okay. not gonna go in any particular order, and then I'm curious. I'm curious to hear what you think is top priority. So we'll All go right. with Let's with go. running back. Defensive okay. end. Uh, safety and oh. corners. The oh. uh, offensive tackles and possibly guard. Again, like you said, depending on what happens with Norwell and, and wide right. receiver.
0: Hmm. I said it from the beginning and I'm gonna say it again. I I love the idea of having I love the idea of having a power receiver. I really want a receiver. I feel like the ones that we have are not number one receivers. So So do you think,
1: do you think that's the top priority?
0: Yeah, because I think our defense is pretty set, you know, as far as, I mean, yeah, there's little pieces that we need, but we could get that in free agency. I don't have a doubt about that. Um, I want to draft someone young. I want to draft a power like a, a, a high-powered wide receiver that is fast. Yep. I, and second, I would say a safety corner. We do need that. We've lacked in that department, in my opinion. For a, for a long. Since Steve Smith yeah. left. We, we, we've, we've lacked in that department.
1: Um, I, I agree. I, I, think, I think a game-changing and, wide receiver is most needed.
0: Because when you think about it, look at the Saints. They have what's his face that um oh I can't think of this kid's name the receiver he was
1: Mike yeah. Michael Thomas
0: well Michael Thomas it's the other guy the new guy the, the right? Kamara yeah Kamara you take a guy like him who gets a lot of the snaps and, and he's a playmaker the kid is a playmaker. Yeah.
1: And, and 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 you
0: take him, and then Michael Thomas as and put well. Put him on the Panthers, right? You take, but you take even one of those two and put them on the Panthers. Tell me, you won't see a different type of ball? Game. Definitely.
1: And you look at the, the the three teams and the other three teams in our division. You know, the Falcons have right. the Falcons have Julio Jones. I have Julio. The yep. uh, the Buccaneers have uh, Mike Evans.
0: Mike Evans. And yep.
1: and then the 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 Saints have Michael Thomas and now Kamara. And we yep. don't have that that top receiver that's anywhere close to those guys.
0: No, not even.
1: So that's, yeah, not I, I would put that for me, I would put that as the number one need.
0: Yeah, that for me is what stands out most. Like when I watch Panther games and when I watch the matchups between other offenses versus our own – I, I see that as, as a big gaping hole yep. in, in our roster that needs to be filled. Right.
1: I agree and that's when when I did my list, I put that at the top.
0: Yep. Yeah. because that's the difference that's the difference between a shutout and ball game. you know if you have someone that's reliable that you can get the ball into their hands. I mean, you got to remember Greg Olson at tight end, like he he was out a lot of the season. So Cam's main target, only came back for, like, the last two games. Yeah, and, it, and last... you can
1: tell he wasn't fully healthy. So, you still
0: – you, you didn't right. have
1: him at full strength.
0: No, you didn't. You definitely didn't. And I, I just feel like we need we need that. That's what we need. I mean, obviously, defensive ends, you know, you could get them in the draft. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of see defensive guys. You know, not to put any, you know, this on, on their job because it's, it's a hard job. But I kind of see them as a dime a dozen. There's always a defensive guy that you could grab in the draft that's promising at the very least.
1: Right. And we the one thing is we haven't had a good young edge rusher in a long time. Right. You know, I think Greg, mm-hmm. Greg Hardy was the last one and, you know, he threw his career away. Uh, but we could use a young rusher like that that can disrupt a game, and we we don't really Absolutely. have that right now. Um, and then uh, the running back situation with you know we, Stewart could be a cap casualty. That, that's a definite possibility. And if if that happens, another running back is going to be needed.
0: Think, right. We got to start thinking yeah. in the future right. too. Stewart, maybe. Maybe has two years left in him. I
1: think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Maybe. It depends. He could get hurt and then be done. But he's too old, well, then, in my opinion, they, to really.
1: Definitely. All the they say you know, that, that running backs, once they hit 30, um, really drop off a cliff statistically. And he's there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And apparently, the draft this year is, is very, uh, very wide in, in running backs. So, um, yeah. you know, if if you get rid of Stewart and to save cat money, um, I think a running back in the draft, um, will definitely be needed.
0: I mean, here's, I mean, obviously because Stewart's been a part of this team for so long, I would hope he would just have enough sense to say, you know what, I'm going to retire or I'll come back for a year, take less money and mentor that, one of these guys. You know what I mean? Kind so, of
1: the way, uh, Charles Johnson did, um, Taking a lot less money. Yes. Um, that that would that would be helpful.
0: Yeah. The question yeah. is, will he do it? You know, that's. I mean, Stuart, You got to remember, he's a he's he's a he's a father. He's got right? a young daughter. That's to true. To think of, you know that, you know he might not be willing as willing to do that as he would be if. But you know what? He's got to look at his own productivity. Real with himself. And you will always see Stu. You know, like it, it, It's you know, because I don't feel like that. That's a he should be. Rem- I'd rather somewhat high. You know, than a than a really low note, like or an end, because you know he didn't get what he wanted. And but I mean, look at his numbers.
1: They're not where they need to be. Um,
0: You know, I think it's a sign that he should, right. I think it's a sign that retirement. Because look at, look at uh, Williams. I mean, if Williams is any indication of, but he's just, he got old and then nobody signed him. He got like two years, I think, with with the,
1: yeah, he did. And that was it. Right.
0: So I mean, obviously and now he's like the friggin' laughing stock because all he does is complain about the Panthers on social media and talk trash and you know, but what has he done? Right. Like, what has he done? Kind of like, like I don't
1: kinda like what you were saying about Steve Smith, how he, he would talk right. but he backed it up. D'Angelo De- yeah. is talking not not backing it up with anything.
0: <laughs> no, nothing. Absolutely nothing. And the, the the issue that I have with that the most is like I don't want to see that happen to Stu. You know what I mean? Like I don't want Stu to be that guy.
1: Yeah, and personality wise, he doesn't strike me as that same type. No, um, so I don't. I don't think he would go down no, that path. No, but you know,
0: say again. Kind of you know, when I think about it, you know, Dewell's really didn't. – Wells was always like chill and more laid back than Steve Smith. I didn't think he had it in him either. That's you know, true. That's true.
1: End. Yeah, it's kind of. We didn't see that until he left. So you're right. You never know.
0: Yeah. So I just don't want to see him become, you know, become that. Right.
1: I agree.
0: I I think there's a way, a respectful way to to let players know, look, if you're not going to be productive, we're not going to keep you around. We want to win. And I think Stu's got to –
1: And I, I, I feel like he
0: would. You know, I think to the people on social media a lot, and I noticed some of his most explosive games came after you know people were calling for him to retire. People were you know saying you're done, you're washed up. You know, he he came in and he like you know decent yards. Like he, I feel like his most explosive games were when people doubted him.
1: Right. So, no, we'll see. I mean, that that'll be an interesting, um, yeah. you know. I think that that whole, the dominoes will start with Stewart, and then, then we have to see where they fall. No. Yep. See where they
0: fall. Absolutely.
1: Um, and then the other, the other thing I didn't mention as a position of possible need, um, defensive tackle. If uh, it, it certainly right. sounds like Star Latulule will not be back. Um,
0: yeah. No, I think he's he's off to go see what else. He right.
1: Does. Yeah. He's off so to see assuming world. he's yeah. gone, um, someone else has going to have to step in next to uh, Kwan. And I don't know if that's Vernon Butler yeah. or if they're going to have to get someone either in the draft or in a free agency. I'm not sure about I'm not sure about Vernon Butler yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I also think we haven't seen him enough. Solo. Yeah, you know no, that's true. Of. I, think, I I would like to see him like start a preseason game so I can get an idea, you know, start the preseason and, and let me see how he pans yeah. out. You know, before I say right. he was a, a boss You know, like I, I I like to give guys the benefit of the doubt because it's hard when you're second You know, when you're second all the time to the main guy it's hard to get a rhythm it's hard to really find your place and your style when you're just you know when it's next man right. up m- mentality you know what i mean like when you're not the one starting every week you know it's different it's just i can't even describe it i feel like we're gonna need to see him emerge as a leader see what he's capable of by and starting him and that will tell us. And that
1: team might team may team. have to happen if if no one else is brought in, he's going to be the guy. So he's going to either show That's that he right. can do it or or not. Um,
0: right. right. I mean, I do think we should draft another guy just in case. I mean, if if at all possible, if there's if there's you know room in the draft for us to take someone decent, that way you know we can have them kind of right compete. Yeah, I agree. Better, you know what I mean and. That way, we're getting our money's worth too. We're not, you know, waiting on him to put up the numbers that we need to put up. If he's going to do it, awesome. And if not, we got this guy.
1: Yeah. I think it,
0: you know, if I'm Marty, that's how I'm handling
1: it. Yeah. No, I think that that's a good plan, especially at that position because it seems like you can never have too many good defensive tackles. So if you get, you know, if you got four and you're rotating them in, then you're, you're fine.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think, too, like as far as the defensive guys, there's more of them, like you said, in the draft available. So I think as far as defensively, we're going to be okay.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I, I still but think the, the, the line, the offensive line needs, needs a lot of help.
0: Need um, work. And then the
1: other, and the other thing, again, it's that I didn't work. mention was center. Um, I don't know what Ryan Khalil has left. You know, he was really banged up this right? year. Uh so if so his he's kind of in the same spot as Stewart where you gotta think of
0: And Matt was a horrible, horrible idea. Matt oh my idea. god, Matt Kalil
1: was terrible. Oh my god. That's that that was Gettleman's Gettleman's horrible. last move was signing that contract for Matt Kalil. and that is an ugly, ugly contract that was for awful.
0: A... The only the only thing I gotta say, is at least we didn't. It, it wasn't. It was a lose lose because we gave the Vikings Remmers, who's a penalty yeah. machine. So if you watch the Vikings game, it was penalty on Remmers, penalty yep. on Remmers. <laughs> I'm like, at least, at least for them giving us a crappy player. We that gave that's one true. Too, so
1: that's true. Um, but they but that num the the size of the contract they gave him. Uh, that is that is not pretty in the it's... in the salary cap picture.
0: And now here's an interesting way of looking at it. Do you think Gettleman knew that he was going to get like fired, <laughs> and that was his way of saying like
1: you you gotta wonder, you guys?
0: <laughs> like, because like, I mean when you think about how much cap money he saved for nearly the whole his whole interim as as, as GM, you know, and then you think about that last move that he made, and you're like did you really get that bad or did you like hear somebody overhear somebody talking about like, firing you and just do this
1: it's a that's a good question like... um, yeah either either he he got desperate because they knew that a left tackle was desperately needed
2: right. or
1: yeah it was kind of like you know yeah. you know you know an out the door right I know
0: I'm leaving yeah like so here's one last thing to scum you I'm gonna give. Huge contract to this guy. Yeah, because that really isn't
1: the type of move you expect—a gentleman type of move. Yeah, you know, he usually he's usually a bargain hunter, trying to get, you know, the most out of guys for the least amount of money. And that that was that was the opposite. You're giving the most amount of money and get the least out of them.
0: Yeah. Now, how many more years? It was a it was a five
1: year contract. Um, but they can they can get out of it after three. I think it was so. Okay, a two or a three. But it, I think it's it's
0: a. I mean, I would still draft somebody that way if he's not being productive. there's yeah. Someone else in there, and I mean, obviously it stinks that you're paying them. but you know, at least after three years, if the if the kid is better, then they could just yeah. get out of it.
1: Yeah. Yep. You could do that. No. I
0: mean, that's one way around it.
1: If, uh, if Norwell leaves, um, you're going to need a guard.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and again, with Ryan Khalil getting older, you're going to need a center, you know, not yeah. long from now. Now, whether that's Lawson or, or someone you draft, but that's three spots in that line that need to be filled.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I agree 110%. It's just, matter of what can we get out of the draft and i think you know free agency is nice but i think what you're really gonna really need is is just finding those explosive players and hunting them and, and and making sure that they they you know you get them in the draft because you know if we fill those pieces on our o line you know we if we you know we'll be fine if we get the pieces on our d line we're yeah. going to come back and run the house. Like, I really think we're going to come back and, you know, run the table as far as, you know, the NFC South, as far as our division goes. Because Falcons are getting older. Julio's getting older. You know, Drew Brees is getting older. So, it, it's – the only the only people I think that really kind of have a shot in giving us a run for our money going forward yeah. is the Buccaneers.
1: Yep, yeah, and uh, you can tell by
0: – and I can't stand Jameis Winston by his like that is a cry, baby. I'm sorry, Cam never did no, anything like that guy like has done in two games. I mean, that is absolutely pathetic. I mean, you as uh-huh. coaches, I lost any respect I would have had for Jameis Winston in that game, that last game versus the Bucks. Yeah,
1: and that'll he'll he'll be the key. Um, and I agree. I think that the Buccaneers' talent-wise can be a very good team, um, but. But is Jameis yeah. Winston the guy that can lead them there? And that's a big question. He might not be.
0: No. And I think, too, like, he had the problem that Cam had early in his career where he lets too much outside noise get into his head. And I really think it's going to yeah. be self-destructive. Well, he's, he's
1: what, it. three years in now? I think.
0: Um. Yeah, he's about yeah, three so...
1: years.
0: You know, and it's funny because whenever I see – I like RG3, who was drafted the same year as Cam, uh, Jameis Winston. You know, I feel like other teams try to, you know, emulate and, and duplicate the Panthers' success with Cam, and they can't because there's only one Cam. Yeah. That's why it's funny when I see got, you know, quarterbacks trying to scramble and run like Cam does and get out of stuff. I'm like, I, And this is me. Like, my husband is always like, shut up, because I'm like, yelling at my TV. You're not Cam. <laughs> you can't do that. You're not Cam. He is.
1: I'm he's he's it. one of a kind. No doubt about that.
0: And that's why I, I, I am excited about Norv. And actually, my husband, who, who obviously has mentioned is a Cowboys fan, you know, he was talking with me in the car, and I actually want to put him on in, in a few minutes, you know, when, when he when he's ready. And, uh, I, I want to, I want him to talk. Cause he's like, I would like to say something to your, you know, your fan base, you know, this is a good thing. Yeah. That would so, be a good,
1: a good um, take to hear from a Cowboys fan about him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So in, in, a, in a few minutes, we're going to, um, have on my husband, the Cowboys fan and why he thinks North Turner is a good move for the Panthers. But in the meantime, let's move on to the next thing on your list. All right.
1: Let's see what I have. Um, Oh uh, the, yeah. We talked about Washington. Uh, one one thing that I saw yesterday on Twitter was a stat about okay. the uh, corners that have given up the most. that gave up the most yards last year. Um, right. The corner that gave up the yeah. most yards in the entire league last year was Barberry. And yeah. And I I truly believe that has a lot to do with the the overblitz used. Yeah. And. Uh,
0: because yeah, I thought so nice. I, I
1: thought his rookie year, I thought Bradbury looked promising, and he wasn't Very. the same last year. And
0: that just goes to show you, I mean, now do you doubt? It makes you wonder, begs the question: Is it sophomore slump, yeah. or was it, it the yeah. coaching? Was it the blitzing? I think it was the blitzing. Yeah, because you really said, hung him out
1: to dry um, when you were blitzing yeah. like that and not giving him any help.
0: Yeah. And I also feel like, too, I think it was a combination of both. You know, the second year arguably is is a lower stat than the first year, especially when you have such a breakout season. But I think with Eric Washington, one of the things I read on the um, Panthers.com was the interview with Washington where he said, I'm a 1,000% ready. And, like, all the players said, he's been training for this moment since he started, you know, since, since he started. So I feel like he has a good sense of what needs to be done and how to do it. I mean, obviously he was under Wilkes, you know what I mean? For, you know, a, a, a good portion of his career, but now, and ultimately uh, McDermott also, but also I feel he's, he's, he's going to be, he's going to be someone that we're going to want to keep as defensive coordinator. That's, That's what I think. That's, you know, that's definitely what I think. I think he's going to do a good job. I'm hoping he does less blitzing. Yeah, because overall,
1: you know, last year's defense should have been better than it was. And it really, especially the the later half of the season, um, the defense defense was was not very good. No. No, especially we gave up a lot of big plays.
0: I mean, you take away the the interception by Mike Adams, you know, Luke. You take away those big playmakers and you know those big plays. We had nothing. We really didn't have anything. And the fact that we were letting teams just march into the red zone unopposed was yeah, just
1: it was, it wasn't good.
0: Not right. in our nature.
1: So that that needs to improve yeah. next year. And
0: uh... that's why I mean, I, it might be a bold prediction, but I'm gonna honestly say. I don't think Wilkes is going to have the same success as a head coach as McDermott has had.
1: Yeah, I could I could see that.
0: I'm going yeah. on the record saying that now, before, you know. Yeah, I. But before the season happens, I do not see him. In fact, I actually see them regressing at least. Yeah, for the I mean,
1: season. I was kind of hoping he would get one of those jobs he was interviewing for because I I wasn't crazy about him as our coordinator.
0: No. No, and I got nervous too when literally Arizona was the only one left who to actually yeah. made their decision. You know what I mean? I was like, I was like, shoot, he could only go here, and, right. then we're and everybody
1: there. thought because of gentleman being with the Giants that that he would be the Giants' coach, and right. then he didn't take him, and
0: yeah, it does. That says a lot. Like right. didn't even want him. Well, you look at Shula. Nobody offered him any head well, he... coaching jobs in all the years he's been our offensive.
1: Did he league. even get? Did he even Nobody... get interviewed? Yeah, that no. speaks volumes.
0: <laughs> you know, no. And that's what I think says a lot too. Like, if you have an offensive or defensive coordinator that isn't even getting looked at or interviewed, that should tell you about how there because i mean you can't sit there and tell me like we didn't have north turner for the super bowl we wouldn't have won like we didn't have shula's conservative behind you know i think we have a different team because the broncos offense was aggressive and we were not aggressive enough because i'd say as far as defense goes it was a fairly matched you know we both had explosive defenses but yeah anyway um Sweetie, I was saying how you were talking about the good things about Norv. So, would you like to say what you wanted to say to Panther Nation? We're we're live here. All right. Go ahead, babe. How you doing? No problem. It's Mike. Mike Tom. Good. How you doing? How you
2: doing, Mike?
1: Good.
0: I'm well.
2: I mean, I love Norv Turner because, you know, he was the Cowboys offensive coordinator when we won the two Super Bowls with Jimmy Johnson. But basically... Norv brings such a different style of offense than Mike Shula. I mean, Brittany will tell you, if Mike Shula was just conservative and run up the middle and be predictable, what makes Norv's offense special is it's more vertical. It's more deep threats and he values running backs. You know, I mean, when he was in San Diego, he had LaDainian Tomlinson. He developed Michael Turner, he developed yeah. Ryan Matthews. Yeah, Aaron I was going to
1: mention Sproles because he, he's similar to the McCaffrey type.
2: Yeah. yeah, he is. He's a big playmaker, and he values running backs. The Panthers will never lose their identity of being, you know, keep pounding and running the ball. But the X factor in all of his offenses is tight end. And people point to the Vikings, how he had no success there. They have Kyle Rudolph, who is, he's a good tight end, but he's more of a throw the ball up and get it, you know, type. He's not a dicey up type like Greg right. uh, Olson is. And uh, and at the end of the day, I mean, we'll go back to San Diego, Antonio Certainly. Gates. Him and Greg are very similar in the way they play the game, but I think Greg's a better blocker.
1: Right, that's true.
2: But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, you never know what the tight end's going to do in his offenses. He basically, he sends, he won't even send receivers in motion. He'll send tight ends in motion. And if he, and if he sends Greg in motion, you don't know if he's going to block on one side, or if he's going to go for a slant, or if he's just going to go down the field. Because, you know.
0: And that unpredictability, it, yeah. I think, will bring a different dynamic More, to the
2: Panthers. Yeah, you have unpredictability, but you also have uh deep threats. Yeah. I, I, mean, last, I mean, last season, this one's to both of you. If Cam held the ball and threw the ball deep, did you have any hope it was going to get caught or anything was going to develop out of it? No.
1: That was the, that was no the – I think that was the Super killer brave. of this past season. That we didn't have that at all. You know, that's yeah. the one thing, you know, we're talking about what Norv has had in the past um, – we certainly don't have a Michael Irvin or a, or a Vincent Jackson like he's had in the past, and and we we, we got to find that yeah. somewhere.
2: Well, well, let's not forget, too, that, uh, I mean, last year in the, in the second round, you guys drafted Samuel, but he got hit, harbored by injuries. He's supposed to be that deep threat, that speed guy that's going to open the field up like right. did. And
1: then hopefully we can get, you know, he's certainly, you know, with him being hurt pretty much, you know, all – all the uh, off season and then the, the season We'd, we, we have no idea what we have in him
2: yeah if, yeah i mean if I'm, if I'm Marty and I wanted to open up my checkbook for a receiver i'd give a yeah. a look from my, I mean he's been
1: mentioned quite a bit as a possibility um,
2: yeah you know, people say he's a slot receiver, but at the end of the day, like if say Julio's getting blanketed, he's not getting any looks, what do they do? They move him to the slot. Because the number one corner is not going to follow him there. If you have Landry and he's in the slot, let them waste their first, you know, their first cornerback, a Richard Sherman or a Patrick Peterson. Let them waste him on uh, punches. Get him in the slot and let him freaking just run a slant, throw him the ball. I I think
1: that's the type of move we need to make this offseason. it's it's, Absolutely. uh, yeah. And it's
0: like, we had so many promising and, and the injuries I think was really what, what absolutely killed our momentum. Like we just never came back from the injuries that kind of plagued, you know, people that were supposed to. Yeah. Be Even
1: uh, Tamir Byrd, you know, he, he was another yeah. guy that was able to stretch the field and, uh, and then he went down. Yeah, but I'd still, I'd still like yeah. a proven wide receiver. You know, Bird Bird was yeah. a uh, practice squad guy at the beginning of the year. Samuel was just drafted. Uh, so, yeah. be nice. well, you got? What
2: well, you got? I mean, like you got Landry, but you got, also could look at uh, give Sammy Watkins a look yeah. too. he's from Clemson and he's been the Carolinas. It all depends on you know how much they want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were talking about before, babe. We were talking about how we're concerned about Marty and the cap space that was one thing that's a big concern for us Panther fans because, you know, he made them mistakes before, and he left us in a very big hole. And then we talked about how the, um, you know, how the last move that Gettleman made was the Matt Khalil deal, which was very typically unlike well, him. He signed him to a big contract five years, and I don't think he's worth that.
2: Well, it's – well – at the end of the day, the offensive line is the most important thing on an offense. Whether They're not the flashy playmakers, but they make the offense. And that's what you're paying for an offensive lineman nowadays. That's what Turner's getting. That's what Ryan's getting. That's On the Cowboys, that's what Martin's getting or Tyrone Smith. You know, you know this year the Cowboys, Jerry's got to move money around and restructure contracts. Because we're over the cap. We're over the cap every year because Jerry holds right. out big money. It's
1: true. <laughs> but,
2: I mean... The Panthers are under the, the cap right now. That's not a problem. Like I heard you guys say, Star's probably not coming back. Yeah, definitely. I don't, back. He's as
1: good as it's gone. Not,
2: it's just yeah. not in the budget. I mean, Norwell, they should bring him back. I mean, if not, the, if they're not going to bring him back, do they bring back Sule, who came in last year, and he didn't do a bad job at all. you go with a cheaper option in him?
1: That's or, right. Or do you draft And I've seen a lot of mocks already um, showing us taking a, a – and an interior lineman in the first round.
2: I like Humphreys from. Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah,
1: like, he's been mentioned. Uh, so that.
2: Yeah, he's a guy. The guy who loves football. He's in it. He's got that personality for the Panthers. Enthusiastic, you know. I, he'd
1: make yeah. Up. No, I'd, I'd take a yeah. guy like that. Or, um,
0: I mean, because that's also an important part of our culture, like as Panthers fans and and community, like. We love the players that like really love football, really love the game, really love the fans. And...
2: Yeah, but, but back on but back on uh, Matt Khalil, believe it or not, I wouldn't be worried about Matt next season, because here's the thing: you guys brought in North Turner, and where did Matt where did Matt play Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota, and who was his offensive yeah, coordinator so there? Yeah, so he's
1: familiar with him. Yeah,
2: he knows what to expect. He knows what he wants. You know, there's always a learning curve when you come to an offense and you learn what they want. But if Matt's having a rough game, here's what I would do, and North might do it because it's his style of offense. I would send Greg Olson to the to Matt's side if he's, you know, having a bad game, and just have him have Greg chip the guy, not even block him, just chip him to slow him down, and then have Greg go out for a pass. That's... Just, just slow the guy down. You don't have to waste Greg to block. Right. Just have him chip him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean. The Panthers also got to look for a, a safety, too, in the draft, maybe in second or third round because Adams is a great player, but he's not no, getting No, and same there.
1: with uh, Coleman. Yeah, he's...
2: yeah, Coleman. Well, I mean, Coleman's, what, 30? Yeah,
1: and he didn't have a great year last year. He, uh, no,
0: he didn't. I was going to say, like, I barely heard his name. Yeah,
1: where he you know? was, uh, you know, the Super Bowl year, he was, uh, he was a playmaker back there. And, and uh, really the yeah. last two years he hasn't been the same type of player. Uh, so that's that's a definite no. need. Um, this this secondary overall is is needs help. I mean,
0: uh, you know,
1: Warley, Wor- I don't like at all. I don't I don't think he's a good corner. Um, and then, no,
0: not the shutdown corner that you want.
1: No, I mean his I think mean, his version of shutting down a receiver is pass interference. <laughs> he gets he get called for that yeah. so many times.
0: Oh my God, it did. Us. Yeah, Penalty, Killed us.
2: I think Brad Barry's all right. I
1: think he's fine. Yeah, he I, I agree. I think Brad
0: um, I, And I think with a different system, and I think with Eric, you know, with, I think with the new coaching staff coming up, I think he'll, you know, coupled with, you know, the sophomore slump, he probably – this was that was his second year this year. So, obviously, you know, his numbers dropped a bit, but
1: I think yeah, he's going to be okay. Yeah, I think so, too. I'd, I'd like to see the, uh, the Redskins release Norman and get him back here. I know. I know he's not happy there. No, no. He's, he made some comments at the end of the season. But he's not happy with uh, the direction they're going. Well, yeah,
0: come on back.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then, and then in the draft. You guys also got to look at defensive yeah. ends. Even if you bring back Peppers and Johnson for a year, again, not any younger. No, but... any younger,
0: right? But if they can mentor, you know, young guys. Oh yeah, they, they can could... learn from. Them
2: and, yeah, well, if I'm bringing back peppers for one more year, I'm putting him on the field as much as he can. He's yeah, he's still got yeah. It.
1: We were talking about that earlier that we haven't had we haven't had we a were. good young edge rusher in a very long time.
0: Yeah, we haven't.
1: Well,
2: now you had Coney, but he really wasn't. no, and and uh,
1: Greg Hardy was that guy, but then he he messed up his life. Yeah. Tom
0: knows all. He went to right? the Cowboys after yeah, he left yeah. us, so.
1: As we're gonna beat the hell out of each other <laughs> i i liked hardy a lot um you know that
2: yeah and it's inc- it's an incredible thing too because his first couple of years he was quiet He didn't get in any trouble you really didn't hear much about him except how good he was and then after that incident it's like he you know relished in the bad boy yeah. image yeah
1: yeah we, we he was like the nicest guy too it was really disappointing when all that stuff went we're down really- yeah
0: he always seemed cool. I, I always remember the one Monday Night Football when they he had his like black sunglasses on. He was like the Kraken. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, because I'm like a huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah. So like that made me like so happy. Like that was like the highlight, and I loved like the. I just loved how into it he got on the field. Like he wore those sick contacts that were like cool, and you know he just. He made you excited to watch him play.
1: Yeah, you can tell he enjoyed what he was doing. Yeah. And, uh, and he was disruptive. Yeah, he yeah. made a difference. Very. Well, we, so we need that. Um, you know, Charles Johnson certainly not can give anything like that anymore. Um, yeah, I,
2: well, Mariel Addison's a good edge. He, he is. Yeah. Hey, so you got Addison and K-1. Kaywon. K-1 yeah. coming up the middle. K-1's, I think, your best defensive uh, lineman right there.
1: Yeah, I love, he is. I love so. I do too. Kaylon
0: sent us the Bible.
1: Yes. He did. did he really?
0: Yeah. I followed him on Twitter and I won like his, uh, he had something like with Christmas, you know, what does Christmas mean to you? And I, and I answered and I was one of the ones that won. So I, I have a Bible from Kaylon. Oh, nice. And cool. he also sent me a, a team picture, which he wanted. Oh, very so. cool. I love K1. Yeah. He used to follow me on Twitter. I don't know what happened now. We, we don't, but
2: yeah. It's...
0: whatever. Yeah. I still love him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, but as far as the as far as the offense goes with with Norv and all that, I mean, he talked to Cam and he's really excited about working with Cam. He's probably going to have a lot of ideas because he's had you know Troy Aikman, you know Sam Bradford, Philip Rivers; those guys weren't runners like Cam. They were straight up pocket right. passers. So he's probably going to have a lot of great ideas of what to do with
1: Cam. Yep. and he's and he said he's he doesn't try to change anybody. Um... So he's he's not going to try to make Cam a pocket passer.
0: And that's what I think Gettleman tried to force a lot. Gettleman, not Gettleman, I'm sorry, Shula, tried to force that on him. You know what I mean? Like making him what he wasn't, not having him run as much. Like he was trying to turn Cam into something Cam wasn't. When Cam was allowed to play how Cam likes to play, Cam was
1: most Yeah, and you can see just in his demeanor when he goes for one of those big runs, um his whole his his yeah. whole game changes. He he starts passing the ball better. You know, his 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 yeah. uh his attitude changes. You know, he smiles a lot more. That uh, that sounds yeah. like Norv's not going to take that away from him, which is a good thing. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: No, but Like I said, I wouldn't be too worried, especially with the offensive line. I know there's concerns about the offensive line, but I'm not worried about Matt or Ryan or Turner and even Darryl Williams. Darryl Williams, I think, proved this year that he belongs on that offensive line. Yeah, he had
1: a good year. His numbers were good.
2: Yep. The only thing I would be concerned about is if Norwell's coming back or not because they're going to have to open up the checkbook for him. He's got the same agent as Turner, and Turner got. Think 45 million dollars which worth yeah. every penny. Yeah, think, but uh,
1: um to give that type of money to another guard might not be in the cards cuz that's a
2: Right, that's why that's why maybe look at Suley, maybe he's a bargain. That's
0: why in the coming months with the the owner change, who was the other one the NASCAR guy you were telling me about that was up Oh,
2: oh, Felix Bates.
0: Felix Bates. That's who's looking in. He the seems article.
1: to be the 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 head the the lead the lead Guy creating an ownership yeah. group. Um,
2: he, he is creating an ownership group, but I actually heard, like this was like a week ago, that he's talking to the Smith family about joining them too. If they join forces, it's pretty much over.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that's good because they're all Charlotte guys.
2: They're all Charlotte mm-hmm. guys, and Felix brought the uh, Hornets there in 88.
1: He was yeah, a big part right. of it. Yeah. So, no, I'd, I'd be happy with him. The only thing I don't like that he's been talking about is he he's insistent on a a new dome stadium if he buys the team and i just don't i just don't right. feel it's necessary
2: it's not necessary but it's just like every team you know minnesota wanted to wanted a stadium but they said no we want the super bowl that's what he's thinking about if he he wants a dome because he wants the super bowl in charlotte which right, would be which a fantastic awesome. thing
1: yeah it is um would but you? i don't but it also shouldn't be a a deal breaker either because really, how often are you going to get the Super Bowl here?
2: Well, well, if it's a new stadium, I don't know. Maybe more often. Even if you just get it once, the exposure, yeah, Charlotte, no, that's would true. Get, but uh, the money would generate. And, I
0: mean, which which team? Which one is it? The Vikings' dome? That it's both? Like it could become a dome, and then the dome comes off, and it's regular. I think. I think it's a glass. I think. It's yeah, I don't. Roof. Think, so yeah, I don't think it's retractable. Room. The Cowboys. Is retractable. All right, the Cowboys is
1: retractable. Yeah. See, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a New Yorker. I'm very uh, traditional in, in sports, and I, I like outdoor on grass with the elements. Uh,
2: so do I. My, dad, my dad's a giant fan, and he, he hates the Dome. I do,
1: too. So I don't
0: – Well, I feel like, too, that that's what gives the Panthers the edge in the division is that, you know, a lot of them – well, us and the Bucs, we don't have a Dome. So, like, we could go anywhere and – Whereas other teams like the Saints and the Falcons struggle a little bit because it, they're not as exposed to the elements, especially when they're home. They have the dome, so there's no wind factor with their kicks. There's no, you know.
1: Yeah, it's it's. So... But I also think it's it's. You know, for me as a fan, it's more fun. I, I like going out to the games when it's pouring or snowing or freezing out.
2: Yeah. yeah. Did you see the Did you see the game this year? The Colts and the Bills trying oh, to yeah, play it's hilarious. like. 18 inches of yeah. snow. That was awesome. That's definitely, what football definitely. Is. And if you were at that
1: game, that's something you can you talk about forever.
2: Yeah, knowing the crazy yeah. Buffalo fans, they were probably like, "This yep. is nothing." <laughs> yeah. you take my right. coat off. Yeah, they were probably sweating <laughs> they
0: were like, "Okay, it's usually like negative fifteen here, so this is yeah. warm."
1: Yeah. So I, I rather not see a dome stadium here. I like I I like our stadium a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a nice it stadium. It is.
1: So, but we'll see. I mean, if...
0: But I don't think, like, if we were to get a dome, I don't think it would be the end of the world. I, and if we were to have it become a dome, I would hope it would be, like, retractable.
1: Yeah, I'd be fine, fine with that over <laughs> a straight dome.
2: Yeah. I don't even know why. I mean, I explained the reason why, but, you know, why, they, why, they, why a lot of Super Bowls won't want to beat in just regular stadiums you know why they want to be in domes they say the elements but i mean charlotte weather's better than others and you know this time of year around it's not freezing it ain't really pouring snow in i mean i don't
1: get it no i don't either um no. it's a stupid yep. rule no i totally agree Now, I was, I was watching a number of years ago i was watching the uh the, the cfl championship game and uh it was like, like a i like that buffalo game and uh you know, Doug Flutie was the winning quarterback, and he at the interview after he's like, you, "You'll never see a Super Bowl like this," and it but no. it would be fun yeah. to see a Super Bowl like that. It'd be a yeah, just like yeah, just like it'd a be a blast to watch a championship game that has to deal with elements like that. it would be fun.
2: Yeah, I mean they, I mean they played the Super Bowl in New York at the New Giants Stadium, and you know nothing big right. happened there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I, you know if. If if he does everything else right and that's and you know, when he puts up a stadium, fine, he will deal with it. But I'd I'd still prefer to keep our stadium the way it is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's preferred to keep the stadium, but it's better a new I think a new stadium's better than no than the team moving to a new
1: stadium somewhere oh, sure. else. I, that would yeah. crush me. That would be devastating. Those...
0: But that's why I think it's good about the Smith family and, and, and Felix is that they're from Charlotte, so they won't let that happen. Right. Like Felix was crushed when the Hornets went to New Orleans, and you know he was one of the big advo- advocates on getting them back right. to Charlotte, which they did yep. come back because of. And I mean, I'm a Hornets fan too, so. I...
2: Well, they're Bobcats now. Oh, we're back to yeah. the we're back to Where the they... Hornets. Oh, they
0: went back. Yeah. yeah, went back to the Hornets. Yeah, now? no, they're the Hornets. Yeah,
1: fans, when the uh, so. when the New oh, Orleans right. Hornets, their name and changed it to the Pelicans. Uh, Charlotte picked picked up the Hornets oh, that's again. Right, they yeah.
2: That's right. They changed it to the Pelicans. I really don't follow basketball; it's just not my game. After Michael Jordan and yeah. Ewing and Barkley, all, all of them are gone. Oh, yeah. It's anymore. it's definitely not
1: yeah. the same. Um,
0: I mean, I don't I don't follow it as religiously as I do football. But if someone asks me, like, "Oh, who's your team?" I go the Charlotte Hornets. Like, <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah, much that's, it. that's I I, I
1: follow them because I'm, I'm you know, I'm very loyal. Um, we've my my son and I have become big Hornets fans. Um, we have, we have fun going to the games. It's certainly not the same atmosphere as the Panthers, but we still have a good time going.
0: Oh yeah, and I'm sure you see Cam at them too, like every now. Yeah, and then. Yeah,
1: he's there. Uh, Rivera goes a lot. Um, you see uh, Thomas Davis there a lot. Um, so that's all Yeah, I'm sure.
2: I'm sure Cam's in the press box with Michael Jordan because him and those two are neighbors
1: and yep, buddies. Yeah, that's true. They live in the same building.
0: So Mike Mike actually made a list of all things to talk about this week. I I kind of got a, my little bit of a cold, so I was I was a slacker this week. <laughs> but, that, but I I think that nice. I think
1: that was it. That was the last of it. Um Yeah. So you so I mean the, I
0: think this season there's a lot to be excited
1: for. I I think so too. I think it's it's trending in the right direction. I am definitely more excited about North Turner. Um you know, when they first announced that I was reserved, but after hearing him talk and what people are saying about him, I'm excited about it.
2: Yeah, and he's also a guy that the players love. They fuck yep. to him. He's he's yep. respected. All right. And, and Nor said it himself. I wouldn't have come back at, at my age or in this day and age. You know, I wouldn't have come back if I didn't think this was a great opportunity. You know, he's excited. He sees these players and he says they're young, they're talented. I see a lot of great things I can do with them.
1: Yep. Yeah, so that's yeah. exciting. Uh, so I ask, as a, as a Cowboys fan, are you uh, rooting for the Patriots in this Super Bowl? <sighs> Stadium collapse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, I guess if a team had to win, I'd say the Patriots. I hate Tom Brady. I don't want to see them win more and get more ahead of us in Super Bowls, but I just can't root for the Eagles.
1: That's exactly how I felt last year. You know, there was there yeah, was I mean, no way there was no way I was rooting for the Falcons in any way, shape, or form. No. Um, so I, I did root for the Patriots, but but it wasn't I wasn't rooting for the Patriots. I was rooting against the Falcons.
0: Right. That's how I saw it too. Because I mean, also, you know, as Panther fans, we're still sore about Super Bowl thirty eight, which those cheating Patriots. I mean, they even they, they were taping our practices weeks up to leading, and and Marty Herney has gone on record saying. That he saw them doing it and then they destroyed the evidence before yeah. they could, you know.
1: Um, well, they said, they, they, they said so, the first, the players said in the first half, they said they knew every play we were running.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: That's what, you know, it's funny. That's what my father always says because my dad's a Giant fan. That's what he says about how the Giants beat uh, the Patriots. They can know every play they're doing, they can know, you know, they can use the spy gate on them. At the end of the day, Eli goes to the line. He calls the plays. They're like, all right, we know what they're doing. And then they're like, wait, that's not the play. What the hell is he
0: doing? Because <laughs> Eli doesn't even know what Eli's doing half the
1: time. Yeah, they were, they were the only ones to uh, figure out how to beat him.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm a Cowboy fan, but I'm an Eli Manning fan. I got all the respect in the world for him. Yeah,
1: well, he, he worked magic in those two Super Bowls.
0: Did. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So we'll see. And then I was upset with how the, the I was upset with how they treated him,
1: going out. Well, yeah, that well that was uh, that was the coach, and he's gone.
2: Yeah, yeah, you got the, yeah, you got a new coach now, and they all got clean slates. Yep.
1: So,
0: that's uh.
2: I couldn't imagine. Could you imagine though if uh, Beckham if they didn't resign uh, OBJ, oh, give man. OBJ a look?
1: Well, yeah. that's to come to but Canada. that's a that's a you know with gentleman. Gettleman does not like egos and attitudes, which is, is exactly why he, he led Norman walk away. So it's the yeah. negotiation with Beckham with Gettleman is going to be fascinating.
2: It, yeah. yeah, really, yeah. it's going to be. And he also, you know, he was never big on giving big money to receivers. He was a right. bargain man. With right.
1: That so it, it, there is a strong possibility they don't re-sign him. Boy, I would love to have him here.
0: I would, yeah, I would love to have him here too. I said it would actually be funny if if Norman came back and then <laughs> Jay came and they'd have to learn to get yeah. along. Yeah,
1: pra- practices would be hilarious.
0: Oh yeah, have
2: someone taped the first practice. Yeah, just like walking up to each Southern other and
0: just start. Like you again, you're here too.
1: Yep, and every day they'd have to go up against each other. But-
2: Cam would probably have to stand in between
0: yep. them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Cam would be like the big brother. He'd be like, "All right, break it up."
1: Yeah. To be one cool. of those things where it makes them better for uh, for game days, so it's not necessarily a bad
0: now, thing. How many years are left on Norman's? Is Norman like good to walk? Norman. Or Norman does he have one more year? I'm Norman. Like
2: Norman was a five-year deal. It's been yeah. two. So I don't. It, I mean. That- I Probably two three years.
1: Yeah, odds odds Unless are they like, won't cut him this year. Um, yeah, I mean, if,
2: I mean if I mean if he really wanted out, I think Norman has the power to make their lives a living hell so they right. get rid of him. Yeah, I mean, but if I'm the Panthers, I'd say, well, you guys are going to eat some of this contract. We're not eating all of it. That's yeah. it. Would have
1: to work that way. They they couldn't pay him uh, max money. No we'll see you never know stranger things have happened
0: well i mean it's interesting to know too that he went there thinking like the first week that he was there he kind of talked a little trash about cam and um you know it's interesting that he's not happy there like he was with us
1: he Um, never wanted to leave here never um i went to a uh he did a charity basketball thing not long after the super bowl and uh yeah we him for a minute afterward, and he said he didn't want to leave because he wants to be back. Uh, I think he was crushed when they rescinded the, the franchise tag and, and didn't sign him. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Well, it just goes on a, a black eye in the record books of
1: uh, yeah. Dave Gettleman. Yeah. yeah. And now uh, Herney was the guy that drafted him, so you never know if there's a chance to get him back. It could happen.
0: It would be now, especially if, if Herney stays, then that might be, you know, he might see that as a way back
1: Yeah, because that was a – I mean, that was a – he was a seventh-round pick. That was... Yeah,
2: I mean, well, they say he was – they say he really wasn't much of anything until Wilkes worked with him. I mean, Wilkes was a genius when it came to cornerbacks. Yeah,
1: that's true. I
2: mean, imagine what Wilkes is going to do in, in Arizona with Patrick Dearson.
1: Yeah. yeah, that'll be interesting.
0: But I mean, and I said it before to Mike, and I'm gonna say it to you too, babe. I don't see, I don't see Wilkes having the same head coaching success that McDermott had. I just, I, I what? don't, I don't vibe. I well, mean, he could surprise me.
2: Well, Arizona always had a good defense. I mean, Wilkes, I mean, Wilkes is good with that. But again, they're they're in a they're in uncertainty now because Carson Palmer right. is tired. They don't have a quarterback in their hands. So what are they gonna do?
1: That's that's always tough. You know, when you don't have a... Fr-
2: and, Larry, and Larry's going to yeah. be gone, too. Yeah,
1: when you don't have a franchise quarterback, it, it makes everything else tougher.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, they are inheriting their X-Factor back, David Johnson, yeah. who failed you in fantasy because he had to go and break his wrist.
0: <laughs> yeah, failed he me in fantasy big time.
2: But, yeah, they're inheriting Johnson back. So, I mean, they're going to have to look for a quarterback this year. Maybe it'll be uh, Mayfield or, you know... Uh, I mean, they're not going to get Rosen or Darnold. That's for right. I'm sure. No. So could it be Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield? Uh, I mean, I, where are Arizona in the draft? No, in the I was just
1: going to ask you that. I, I, they weren't very good last year, so they could be.
2: Yeah, I think they finished 6-10 or 7 me Let me
0: see if I can find that. That should
1: put that. Okay. I mean, if there was 10, they'll be tough. I'm going to
0: ask my good friend Google.
1: Man, you got to see. I you know there's all those Vikings quarterbacks. One of them's gonna. Yeah.
0: Uh, Arizona Cardinals have the 15th pick oh, so in the 2018. Uh, so they're
1: middle of the pack. They're
0: yeah. middle of the pack.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. For that, to me, that seems a little high for Baker. I mean, yeah, you just said you just said it best. If I'm, if I'm Arizona, I think I'd look for Teddy. Yeah. yeah Bridgewater. <laughs> Bridgewater, or I, I'd stay away from uh from Bradford though. Bradford. He's banged up right. all the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then Case Keenum's a free agent.
2: So. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Both of them. Case Keenum and Bridgewater said that they've been feeling a vibe like Minnesota don't want them. So that'll, that'll yes. be interesting. Yeah, I would definitely. I mean, I believed in Case Keenum. I remember him when he was in college and everyone saying he's yeah. too small and all that. I watched him in his bowl game make some throws and I'm like, someone's got to give him a chance.
1: And he sure proved yeah. that this year.
0: And I, and I think I think Case Keenum really proved himself coming up, you know, and, and playing for the Vikings and getting them as far as he did. I think he proved that he can, you know, he can shoulder the responsibility of 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 being a leader.
1: He's he's gonna get big money somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, and you
2: also got Tyrod Taylor from the Bills. He's not staying there either. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be some quarterback shuffles at the end of the day, and there's even Alex Smith. There's his future with the Chiefs is uncertain. De- That's right. But, I mean, Alex Smith could very well end up with the Browns because they got their old general manager. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I think the Browns. If I'm the if I'm the Browns, I trade for Alex Smith if I could get him for like a fourth round pick. And then the then my then the first overall pick, Shaquan Barkley.
1: Yeah, and they have they have a ton of draft picks. They can so they can certainly yeah. spare. They got one in.
2: Four.
1: I know. Yeah. That's off season for them is the probably the biggest in their franchise. I'd say.
0: Yep,
1: because they have the chance with those picks to to.
2: Well, they better get it right this time because they fumbled the last few. Yeah.
1: Well, they got it. They have a new GM now, so we'll see what uh, what he does. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you know, as much as we complain about our teams, imagine winning one combined game in two years.
0: That would, I mean, that was like our 2010 season though was awful. But I couldn't imagine consistently being right. Sad. Right.
1: Yeah, because uh, you know after that we bounced back and we're in the Super Bowl a few years later.
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Yeah, but I could always. I mean, with Cam Newton, I think you're always going to be there. Cam's a winner. In my eyes. That's yep, what I, said. I think so too. Yeah. You know, he's won he won his high school championship, his junior college championship, the NCAA championship. He gets one more, he completes the
1: quad. Yep.
2: yep. It's the Super Bowl. Yep.
1: I just hope it happens here.
2: I think I think it will.
0: I don't see Cam going anywhere else. I do think he loves playing for the Panthers. I really do. I think that we kinda give him that freedom to be who he is. Whereas the other teams, you know what I mean? They're they're they are they they do not like his style. Like they don't like his personality is big you know I feel like Charlotte kind of gives them a little more leeway than yeah another yeah. one I don't feel like I don't see Cam going
1: anywhere
0: no I see him like like our Dan Marino like and only hopefully he wins
1: yeah yeah it would be nice that like, the Super Bowl is in Atlanta next year so let him, let him go uh, go win in his hometown that'd be nice
0: Go win in his hometown, yeah. yeah. That's why I think he shut off social media. I think he's go,
2: focused. Go win in his hometown, and with Thomas Davis retiring, Thomas Davis is from right, and is from Georgia too. So there's the emotion.
1: Yeah, the it, it'd be kind there. of poetic if it happened that way.
0: Yeah, and then we could say, "Oh, we won our first uh, Super Bowl in in your stadium." Boston. Yeah, we we <laughs> we can hang
1: that over them forever.
0: <laughs> we can, yeah. forever, along with the twenty. Uh, right 28-3. right
1: yep.
0: <laughs> which i it was so funny that the saints fans at the one game they actually hired a plane to go across the stadium when they were playing the falcons that said 28 to 3 gold yeah <laughs> that was <pretty> yeah funny
1: <laughs> well did you hear that we we tried to get a plane here um to fly to fly a fire shula sign <laughs> That's yeah. Great. We we, yeah. we actually had it all paid for and everything, and uh, like last uh, minute, the whoever was operating the plane had mechanical problems. They didn't do it.
0: <laughs> uh you guys get your money yeah. Back?
1: <laughs> but it was
0: that, that It was, was pretty great. funny. That's great because I will tell you what, very few people were as passionate as our fan base about getting that man fired. Yeah. And I, if i didn't known that you were collecting money to have a plane flown over that said "fire Shula." <laughs> I would have definitely chipped in in some
1: way. Yeah, and I, I, put, I put my name down as, as Camp Newton. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So yeah, weird. it's too bad it didn't work out, but it was funny. Yeah, someone put it on Twitter. You know, it was GoFundMe things and collected enough money for it, but it didn't work.
0: That's yeah. funny.
1: Yeah, but it worked out in the end. We're all good.
0: We're all good, yeah. That's why I, I, I actually, the day that I... I Got my new job. I um, that was the day that I got the news that you know Mike Shula was was fired. So I was like, "Oh, look at that! It was a, it was today." Was yeah, the I day. Say a lot a lot of good news in one day. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good news in one day. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. So anyway, um, next week I'm thinking we could talk about, you know, let's just keep keep our eye on the headlines. Um, we're, we're gonna try to shoot for. I mean, we could even do we could even do Sundays now. You know that there's really no Panthers football if it's easier for both yeah, of us. That works. We could do Sunday mornings. That way, we could get through the week. We can see, you know, what's in the headlines. We could discuss on Twitter, you know, what we're going to talk about. And of course, um, I'm going to say our our question. Well, my question to our viewers who are listening in, because we got I got to tell you, Mike, we got a lot of views. We got over 30 views. on our which is the highest podcast I've actually accumulated that's great I think I'm just I think you know I'm gonna focus I'm obviously gonna do my little segments with my friend Nate but I think for the most part I'm gonna focus on you know Panthers football with you I think this is where people what people want to hear so uh I'm gonna go in more in that direction you know with with this podcast sounds good to me that was the most listens I got yeah so
1: Hopefully, uh
0: doing a good job people people care what we have to say I yeah
1: not... hopefully uh is that 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 button that works on the app where you can just call in that that
0: yeah, people can call yeah, that'd be after great the thing, but I'm trying to get people and I mean obviously you spread the word on Twitter too. Yep. I can as long as they download anchor and like favorite my station, we can add them in on the call okay. and get. I'm hoping to get more people. And in the future, you know, I'm going to try – we'll try again this Thursday night, too, just to kind of see if we can have just an open forum-type discussion with Panthers fans. So, you know, Panthers fans, if you're out there, you want to join Mike and I, um, come on in. We'll have an open uh, an open forum Thursday night where we'll just talk about a variety of things. Like, you know, obviously, I, I love new people. I love asking them how they became a fan. I love to hear their story. So, I think Thursday nights we'll just talk about more, um, you know, like how passionate our fan base is. And then on Sundays we'll talk about the headlines. That way we have a whole week to get the headlines out and um, really formulate our thoughts on that. And that way Tom can join us too because Tom, you know, because he's been with me for so many years. He, uh, he kind of keeps up to date with the Panthers news. All yeah, it's always, it's
1: always nice to hear um, from a, another fan base's perspective.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah.
1: definitely. That would be great.
0: So, so this Thursday night, we'll, um, Mike and I are going to hold an open forum. You know, you want to tell us about how you became a fan. We want to hear your stories. What attracted you to the Panthers? I mean, for me, like I said, it was Sam Mills. It was Dan Morgan. You know, it was Steve Smith then when we drafted him, you know, um, those three players were what really drew me in the The whole culture, the whole, you know, just the, the, the way the Panthers ran, it's different than any other org- organization in my opinion. I, I just, you know, I, there's yeah. no win or lose. There's no fan base that, that I'd rather, there's no franchise I'd rather, you know, be a part of than than this one. And I like to hear people's stories. So call in on Thursday, um, you know, let us know message in inbox, either me or Mike, tell us you want to come on, download the app anchor and uh, come on and tell us about how you became a fan. Tell us about what you think we need this off season. Thursday will be our open forum night. And then Sunday mornings we'll, we'll do, we'll discuss the trends, what's going on in the news, follow free agency. I think that's a good way to kind of organize
1: it. Yeah, definitely. And especially at once the Super Bowl ends and the uh, the offseason will be uh, fast and furious.
0: Right, fast and furious. Yeah. So, you know, uh, to all our listeners out there, enjoy the Pro Bowl. And like I said, please don't hesitate. DM Mike or myself. Um, download the app Anchor. Right, Mike, you're having a good time doing this. Oh, it's been a
1: blast. I love it.
0: Eh, twice a week now I'm gonna I'm gonna need you Thursday nights for the open forum and then of course if you want to appear on Sundays and you're available to appear on Sunday mornings we would love to have you on to talk about what's in the news and hopefully we can grow it I would love to see a lot of our people on Twitter like on and I feel like the more people that kind of get involved in it you know maybe the players will one day listen too and you know gain momentum like a, a for the fan base by the fan base type of podcast.
1: That, that that'd be really cool.
0: Because I feel like, you know, there's there's the cat scratch reader, which is good. There's different things, but I don't really feel like I mean they're all have backgrounds and like sports analysis. You know, I just feel like it's different. Like it's for the fans by the fans type of, you know. Yeah. Allowing our uh, allowing our, our own Biasness is to kind of creep in here and there. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Yeah. so um, that's what we're hoping. I mean, what are your goals, Mike? Uh, Those are my goals.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think similar. I think it'd be great to have a a really interactive um, discussion forum instead of, uh, you know, we're on Twitter. We, you know, we have character limits, and uh, you know, you know, to be able to 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 actually speak and interact, you know, real time with, with uh, yeah, other yeah. fans, I think it would be a blast. I think it'd be.
0: And I think it's great too, because I mean, like you're, you know, you live in North Carolina now me, I'm, I'm in New Jersey. So like the fans that I like come, and come are, are it's very limited here. Like I don't have the option to just go to my supermarket, see somebody in, you know, Panthers here. And, you know, this is, this is like a nice outlet for me. I have gotten to know so many of you on Twitter I'm like, I honestly think of you guys all like my, you know, my Panther family, you know? Yeah. So I, and I would love to have that. Like, and like I said, that, that's my, my ultimate goal would be to one day, like have Thomas Davis listen to this podcast and be like, you know, once it gains momentum, having listened to them and be like, you know what? And like have the players really like enjoy listening to what we, the fans have to say. You know, like even long after he's retired, you know, I, I want to be able to say that it's, it's, you know, for the fan base, by the fan base, you know, just straight Panthers. We don't care about the other division. <laughs> 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 we don't care about just focused on us unless, of course, we're playing them. Then, of course, you know, I, you know, eventually I want to do like a halftime forum type thing. Where for 15 minutes we discuss the first half, what we need to see in the second half, and just hear from a variety of fans what they think.
1: Yeah, no, I think that that would be terrific. That'd be a that'd be a lot of fun, and, uh, and you know, like you said, I think our our fan base is like a family. So uh, you know, yeah. to create a, a forum where we can all speak to each other it would be really cool.
0: Right. I mean, when you think about how united like Packers fans are, like they all like own a share of the team. You know what I mean? I think. I think that us Panther fans are just as passionate. We get a lot of rap because we're a young fan base. But I think that, you know, we we have an opportunity here, me and you, to really, you know, set something up to where, you know, the the, the fan base can kind of have an outlet. We can talk. Yeah. We can discuss our frustrations after a loss. And you know what? I think it would be cool. Like my ultimate goal, as I've said twice already in the last ten minutes, is I want to get it to a point where people know, you know what, I'm going to call in to, you know, Panther Talk. Um, are you there Friday? It's me, Brittany's Panther Talk, and you know, talk about this or vent out my frustrations on this, and ultimately, I mean, I would love to be able to even to gain momentum, have the players listen to it, and have the players, some players
1: on. Yeah, I was going to say, so uh, like, why, you you know, know, they can they can buzz in, that'd be amazing.
0: They can buzz yeah. in, and we can even have them on, and they could give us a different perspective, you know, how we see things as fans versus how they see things as players, and I think that'd that, be phenomenal. That's what I ultimately want. So, if there's anyone out there who has, you know, a member of the Carolina Panthers that follows them, that you want to share this with them, you know, I'm I'm open. I'm open to having anyone on the Panthers on um, to talk and just to. You know, hear our excitement because ultimately, like we love you guys. You know the players. We we love you all, and we know you guys can do it. And we just want to see you. You know, get it done and 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 get what we feel like you deserve too. Because when you win, we win. You know, it's just that's that's that.
1: Yeah, that's for sure.
0: So uh, anyway, Mike, thank you once again for joining me. Thank and you. You can, you can join us on Thursday night at um, 7.30. We will, um, we will, you know, have an open forum to Panther fans. So, you know, of course, our questions are, you know, how did you become, what made you love, fall in love with the Panthers, and what would you like to see based on the two discussions Mike and I had about offseason? What would you like to see what do you, what do you think we need as uh, out there um, panther fans so call in um, you know or message me and say I'd, I'd like to be on your podcast I really hope I I really hope we get an overwhelming and I think if we both share it we'll, we'll get a pretty uh, decent response I know Jay Jay Holman um, had said he wanted to come on um, I sent him a message this morning but I don't think he got it or you know he could have looked at it too late before we went live and
1: right um, yeah people people will start to catch on Uh, yeah i think i think it'll be a fun thing
0: and we want you on and don't worry if you're too shy or you're too you know don't worry we don't bite hard you know (laughs) come on we'll we'll, um we'll make you we'll make you feel right at home and we want to hear what you think we want to hear your thoughts so uh with that being said i'm gonna I'm going to leave it on, we're going to go off with a keep pounded chant. so keep pounding. All right. Take care, Mike. You too. Take care, Panther Nation. Until next time, this is Brittany and Mike signing off. Keep pounding. That's right.